Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Corey Rosen, and you're listening to The Story Podcast. Today, I have on a super awesome guest, Mr. Cody Ross-Smith. Cody Ross-Smith is a singer-songwriter from the central Pennsylvania region, playing a variety of new country, old country, and rock and roll, with influences stemming from the likes of George Strait to Leonard Skinner. Cody's sound is genuine and heartfelt, leaving his audiences wanting more. Cody is a seasoned performer, having played at various bands and over the years and has just recently embarked on a solo career in the spring of 2022. His career thus far has allowed him to be featured on various local radio and television stations. It has also taken him to Nashville where he has played and had the opportunity to, uh, not played, just had the opportunity to attend the 2022 CRS seminar, as well as perform at various honky tonks around the town, including the local. He is also a nominee for this year's Best New Artist Band category at the 2023 CPMAs, at, which is this Thursday, by the way, so be sure to go and check that out. Cody has performed approximately 78 shows in 2022 and is looking to capitalize on that number in 2023. With his soulful live performances, he continues to give and keep fans on their toes and turning heads everywhere he performs. Cody, how you doing today? Good, man. Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm a little, I'm a little hyped up, if you can't tell. <laughs> so um, tell me, Cody, where did your love of music start? You said you have influences of, of uh, George Strait and uh, Leonard Skinner, but do you have like the first memory of when you like heard music and was like, oh, I want that? Uh, not specifically. I mean, I uh, I grew up... I grew up in central PA uh, and mainly on two radio stations. My mom was a big Bob 94.9 fan and my dad was 97.3. So mm. I got, I got the best of like nineties country and the best of classic rock, Southern rock. Um, and you know, that's, uh, that's really what influenced me the most uh, as far as like, you know, what music do I want to, what music do I want to play and perform and write? And, you know, that's, that's, that's what I've listened to my entire life. So. And so when did you decide that you wanted to do music as well? Um, I've always had a guitar in my hand. Um, like they, they make those like Fisher price ones where you like push the butt, you just push buttons and it makes noise. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one of those when I was like little, little, um, didn't get my first real guitar uh i want to say i was like 12 or 13 i think um and it was uh it was an acoustic and uh took lessons for about a year and uh unfortunately my guitar teacher passed away Mm -hmm. so that kind of ended that uh but from there on man i he taught me something really valuable um which was how to how to listen to a song and kind of learn learn by hearing something um and you know trying to uh trying to pick uh pick things out and you know just play along with stuff and you know what i mean try to try to find the right key and and um that's something super valuable that i that uh, i've used a lot um and actually my wife actually just brought it up the other day um she was like i don't know how you can just listen to something and pick up your guitar and pretty well know what the chords are already or you know what i mean like just start jamming to it right along with it and everything and 
and uh yeah i'm super i'm super proud that that i was uh taught how to do that and uh, i mean i i guess it's not so easy for everybody you know um it's just it's a um it's a it's a talent i guess not to toot my own horn but well, no, ear training is very important as a musician, especially if you want to be able to improvise or just hop hop along. Uh, you sh- you need to be able to, um, at least in a certain key, mm-hmm. understand where the chord is if you're on a right. one, four, five, whatever. Yep. But uh, to to have like perfect picture, almost like oh, I already know that's an A yep. or something like that. That's incredible. Yeah. That that's a talent. That's a that's a that's a not a. Yeah, that's a gift of talent. That's what it is. Right. Yeah, man. So, uh, but anyhow, yeah, that's um, my first real guitar was like 13 years old and uh, took um, did uh, like guitar club in high school. Um, and the first band I was ever in was actually um, I know this is kind of off the wall, but uh, it was actually a pop punk band. Um, so I kind of lied when I said all I listened to is was country <laughs> and southern rock or classic rock. But um yeah yeah first band i think i was like 15. uh what was that like as a 15 year old (laughs) (laughs) um fun man that uh i'm not gonna lie i was uh played uh it was just a trio um and the other two guys were brothers so practice was really easy um i would just go to their house and uh we would jam and um played uh played as much as we could for being you know like 15 16 year olds we we were together for a couple years um we had uh we did like basement shows you know mm-hmm. like at at uh their parents house or like my parents house i remember one time we played pouring down rain um and still like all our friends showed up and like we were getting like shocked because <laughs> <laughs> uh it was raining and we were just like are we gonna get like electrocuted here soon like it was no nah, it was a good time man um one of fondest memories you know what i mean like first band i was ever in um but yeah it was cool did you ever like end up writing originals in that band or when did you start writing your own music not in that band uh because i actually i played bass at the Mm -hmm. time uh with that and uh the front man was writing all the lyrics and i was coming up uh i was coming up more with like the music Mm -hmm. you know he'd uh he'd write something and be like I got this idea, you know, and, and he'd start, um, he'd start spilling the words to me and he's like, and I'm kind of thinking I want it to go like this. So, you know, I just start blasting some power chords, you know, like kind of, kind of like blink 182 green day type vibe, you know? Um, but, uh, I, I didn't start writing my own music. Um, dude, probably I was like early twenties, I think. Wow. Yeah, it, you know, um, didn't really, uh, didn't really have that like bone um, to to think that I could even write an original song uh, until I got to, like I said, like early 20s um, and like recorded my first EP when I was like 20, I don't know, 23 or 24. Um, But yeah, now, uh, you know, it's amazing. I listened to some of the older stuff that I wrote, you know, <laughs> back then, uh, compared to the stuff I write now. And it's just a total, uh, you can, you can tell the, uh, the difference, like the process, you know, like 
just a little more maturity as far right. as like being able to like tell a story, you know, um, where before I can just tell them in, in that, that like the experience wasn't there and it's just really like green, you know, like, um, but it's definitely, I was told that, you know, songwriting, songwriting to get better at it. It's like anything else like you need to Gotta practice it. it and just keep doing it and doing it, doing it. And you'll like, it'll just start to flow so much better. And, songs will start making more sense and you know but yeah one thing uh that a lot of songwriters do is like or even writers in general they block out a specific time in the day and only if they force themselves to write and uh it, it, first off it challenges writers block because you gotta force yourself to write it doesn't matter about what yep. you just write something yep and that that's and uh actually that's an acting technique too i don't know if you knew that uh, where um, you go into a room by yourself with a notebook and pad and pen or whatever, whatever you want to do and just start writing without thinking. Just start writing. I did not know that. Yeah. That's cool. And it, it helps you get your subconscious thoughts out of you. And you're, you're like, oh, wow, I didn't even know I thought that. <laughs> <laughs> and, you can, and that stuff that stuff turns into songs all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So what were you doing in that, like, 10 or 10, 9, 10 years of, uh, you first picking up into a band and then uh, creating your own music. So uh, my first band from my first band um, in high school, I did. I listened to a lot of uh, heavy rock and heavy metal. Um, and I was actually in two other uh, two other heavier bands uh, before I really started before I really started like playing country and, you know, more southern rock stuff. Um, I was still listening to all that, you know, but I was, I was playing, you know, metal stuff like, right. and you know, I like when I would go to the, it's, you know, music's like, you have different moods, you know, like, um, you know, happy, sad, angry, whatever. Like I was listening to metal when I'd go to the gym and when I would leave the gym, I'd turn the radio on and I'd be listening to Skinner or country. Like right. I just, but at the time, um, I just felt like playing metal was just like where my heart was because they're really i still have a soft spot for it believe it or not um there's so much energy behind it you know when you when you go to like a, a heavy metal show like um that i i was i was just like infatuated with that that energy of seeing people like you know dance the way that they do and like mosh pits and stuff and um when you're up on stage looking down on it and you're playing something that's just making everybody go nuts you know like yeah yeah but um yeah i uh i i didn't really start playing country um and and writing and stuff until i was like early 20s um uh started you know started going out to local bar like i turned 21 mm -hmm. um started hitting local bar scene and stuff and uh there's there's not a lot of metal going on at the at the bars that I was going to. It was a lot of country and stuff, and I was like, you know, I wonder if like I wonder if I can, I wonder if I can play country. And also, that was that was like about the time that I I started singing and playing guitar, because up until that point, I was mainly just either playing bass or playing guitar. Period. I wasn't I wasn't playing and singing. You know, there was I, I was just a guitar player for the most part. Right. Um, there was always a front man, you know. And uh, that uh, that talent of being able to sing and play at the same time. I didn't like I said, I didn't really start developing that until I was like 
um, like my early twenties, um, I had, I had dabbled around with stuff like my, my first acoustic guitar, you know, I, I would try singing. Um, I think, I think the first like acoustic song I ever sat down and tried to sing and play, play with was a, uh, uh, time of your life by green day. I think I'm almost sure of that. Um, and then I think the next one was like, take it easy by the Eagles. It was like the next acoustic song that I, that I learned, but, um, uh, yeah, I, a lot of it, you know, uh, a lot of who I am now and, and, uh, the, the songs I play and everything, uh, didn't really come around until like, a, uh, like early twenties. So what from there you write these songs, um, what do you do with those? Uh, most everything, most everything that I've ever written has been recorded. Um, there's a couple that haven't because songs there's like one good one out of like every 10 that you write, you know, like they're not all winners. You know what I mean? Um, and you definitely, you definitely have to like be real with yourself and tell yourself that, like, you know what I mean? Like, all right. Like you might personally think like, I think they're all great, you know, like they're all great, but there's really only like one, out of this batch that's like worthy of putting the money in you know putting the money in time to for to produce it and get it recorded um so yeah there's i mean there's tons of songs that that i've written and have forgotten about uh but at the same time i think i've i don't know how many songs i've recorded like i, I think i did like two eps two eps back in the day um and just started recording um just started recording these these new singles uh within like the last within like the last year and a half or so um you know since i started on this uh started on this solo trip and really putting my head down and um trying to make a good run at it so tell me about why you decided to go solo um the the band that i was in prior to going solo uh full-time was uh uh, whiskey on the rocks. Uh, I think they're actually called chasing whiskey now. Mm. Um, great, great band. I had great times with them. Uh, we, you know, we did a lot. We played a lot, um, met a lot of awesome people and ma- made connections. Um, but, uh, I just, you know, I, I, I decided that, you know, I wanted to get my songs out there as well. Um, and uh, it just felt like, you know, just felt like it was time to to kind of make a move and, you know, make a shift. I'd, I, I did, uh, I think I was with them for like three and a half years, roughly. So, you know, I put, I put time in and, and uh, yeah, just decided that I, I wanted to make a run at, you know, being a solo artist and, here I am. <laughs> well, one of the main differences that you find or uh, challenges that you find from switching to a, a band to a solo act? Uh, the fact that, you know, you're, you're solely relying on yourself. Uh, so th- there's not really, there's not a lot of room for error, you know, Sometimes like it's a blessing and a curse. Right. Right. You know, the, the band scenario, there's little things that can be covered up or, you know, if you miss a note or whatever, 
Uh, most of the time, 99% of the time, nobody out there is going to know that you missed uh, a note or a chord or a, you know, or a key change, whatever it may be. Um, but being a solo artist, there's, there's, there's just less room uh, to, to mess up. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's not as easy to kind of hide little things like, you know, more or, exposed. Right, right. Or like forgetting lyrics. You know, if you oh, forget yeah. lyrics, you're there's going to jam up by yourself for yep, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. There's no real hiding if you, if you forget the words, um, especially if it's to like a, a, a real classic song, you know, that like everybody knows and loves. Um, At that point, you just stick the mic out. Yes. Else. <laughs> yes. Yep. 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 All right. You guys sing it. You guys sing it. <laughs> um, but other other than that man uh it's just a, it's a it's a different responsibility um and yeah i uh i do have um i just started getting a band together again uh under uh just under my name you know at, we've we've had uh had one show already and we're just going by uh cody ross smith band um because uh, we kind of felt like everything else was just too much of a mouthful, you know, like uh, we, we had a lot of ideas like Cody Ross Smith and the big city slams or something like, uh, <laughs> and yes, that is a letter Kenny reference. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we just, we're sticking with that for now. And uh, they're guys that I've played with uh, previously. Um, so we're, uh, we're, we're all friends and uh, you know, I, I trust these guys to, to be behind me and, you know, put on a good show um and we're really uh we're not we're not gonna be uh overplaying um that was one thing that i felt like in the previous band that i was in um that we were we were just overplaying too just playing too much really in general especially especially just around central pa you know what i mean mm. you know there's there's only there's only so many spots that you can hit so that starts to affect your draw, you know, and, and businesses, businesses, you know, they, they hire you to based on your draw, right. To perform. And, and one of the first questions is what kind of draw do you have? What kind of crowd can you bring? Well, you know, a, a good one, but unfortunately, like if you, if you play here, uh, you know, play wherever on a, on a Friday or Saturday night, and then the next week you play right down the street right your draw is probably not going to be as good you know what i mean yeah, uh, if you're playing tell us one one weekend and then you're playing fan the power the next weekend it's 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 probably gonna yeah or even like a we like a friday saturday night scenario where you play somewhere friday night uh and then play 15 minutes away on saturday night it's it's you it's know not, what i mean it's not gonna happen. so so my my thoughts and and the guys are on the same track as as what i was thinking you know we're only going to play like once or twice a month and we're doing that to try to help the the anticipation and the to, to help draw the crowd wherever we're playing marketing yeah. yeah yeah for sure um and i was told a long time ago you know you don't like you should really only be playing a, a venue once every three months like once every quarter really to try yeah to try to hype it up yeah give it you know make have a great show with a great crowd and you know everybody wants everybody wants uh a packed room you know right. that's that's good that's good advice actually yeah so that's what uh that's the model that 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 i'm going after is just not to overplay and try to 
play to packed rooms every time the band plays, you know. Um, and at the same time, I'm still playing solo shows um, as much as I can. Pretty pretty much every weekend um, I'm playing. So, so are you going to separate this band uh, as a part from your solo project or? Oh, no, it's the same. Oh, it's the same, it's thing. The same okay. thing. It's the same thing. Um, the band is kind of like. The band is 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 just reserved for if the right opportunity pre- presents itself. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. If you're um, playing at a festival, you want a band as right, opposed to just right. a bar in front of the town. Right, exactly. Um, and it just kind of makes it makes me slash us just more versatile. You know, if I get a if I get an email or whatever uh, from a venue asking about, um, you know, are you are you a solo act? Are you a duo? Are you a trio? Are you a full band? You know. I can literally say I'm all of those. Like, what you know? What do you need? What are you looking for? What's your budget? Like, whatever you um, need. Yeah, yeah. I'm just you know, and it it uh, it's it, it's how it's how I stay busy, you know. And so yeah. So what what is the what are you personally working on now? Are you working on more songs? Are you working on playing out more? Or what's the next project for you? Um definitely more songs uh that's uh that was my goal um for this year was to try to write as much as possible um i really did i played um played about 78 shows last year um and i know other i and i don't quite honestly i don't know how some guys are playing like 100 you know 100 to 200 shows and i felt like 78 was a lot um now maybe that's because i really didn't start until like may or june Mm. that's when uh that's when i uh that's when i uh separated from the band i was in and put my head down and everything and and just started making my own phone calls and and emails and everything and my schedule just started you know building and building and building so really i guess if i had started from the beginning of the year you know i probably could have been up there in like the hundred uh hundred plus shows but um but uh, yeah, my my goal this year was to try to write more, uh, write more songs and get more songs out there and available to people. Uh, I don't currently like I'm not in the studio right now. Um, I'm I'm still just I'm, I'm writing. I'm trying to trying to find what the next single should be. And you're laying foundations for what's to come. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so. But between that and playing and and trying to stay busy, uh, playing live, because um, it you know it's it's a part time job at this point. Uh, you know I uh, it, I it's it's become tax worthy. You know what I mean? Like I I have to um, you know do all that now and um, it's a business now. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is, um, and you know the. I'm I'm super happy. The wife is really supportive. Um, the, fa- the family's supportive. Because um, obviously, a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of late nights and you know time away from home. And um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, my. Uh, I guess long story short, to to answer your question, I really don't have any like specific uh, specific projects I'm working on right now. I I have a lot of stuff that's in the works. Um, and when I say that, it's just I, I have a lot. I have a lot going on outside of writing and 
playing out. Let's, let's just put it that way. There's a lot of conversations that, um, that are, a lot of talk. Are, are on, are on yeah. the schedule to, yeah, if yeah, that makes sense. Talk. There's some yeah. phone calls that, that I need to, uh, need to make and people to talk to that, that, um, could be very, um, beneficial. Yeah. Put, just just planning, way. planning, yes. a lot of planning. Yep. And obviously the, you know, the CPMA is coming up on Thursday. Uh, so, so happy and, and pumped for that, you know, being nominated. Um, I think I saw there was like over 4,000, yeah. uh, 4,000 people that submitted uh, to be nominated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just being nominated in itself and congratulations, Thank by you. the way, you're nominated as well. Um, so just, just getting the nod for a nomination is, is awesome. Um, but obviously, you know, if, uh, if, uh, the, if the cards fall, uh, in my favor and, you know, can walk away with a win that, uh, that will mean so much, uh, to, to me personally. Um, and, uh, you know, definitely, definitely, uh, help, um, help, uh, I guess legitimize yourself. Yeah, and validate yeah, have, yourself. Yeah. Right, right. Have have something to kinda kinda brag about or just, you know what I mean, use as a use as a tool to to try to book, you know, bigger, like, better shows. It's you like know. getting a degree. It, it legitimizes that you can actually do something. You, right. You've done something with that. Right. And that that's something that I'm really happy that the CPMA does because uh musicians especially local musicians don't have anything like that right besides uh the cpmas that say oh uh, even the issa is uh the international singer songwriter association based down in georgia mm -hmm. or like the, there's one in new york or whatever there's nothing from around here so it's really nice to have an award uh award program that and this isn't to say that anyone's better or worse than anybody at right, all right right that's not the point the, the point is recognition yes yep recognizing and making making your presence known you know like yeah. um here, you know i here i am this is what i do and it's just it's good for business overall you know yeah and even being nominated is, is an accolade of, uh, in of itself mm -hmm. especially for something like best new artist because there are so many new artists coming yeah. out every single year so yep. even being nominated I, I think you're nominated against like six or seven others uh something like that I think so. I I honestly can't recall off the top of my head. I do know um, that I looked into every single one of them. I you know I had to. I I was like, all right, what's my competition? What's, right? Right? what's I, my you, competition? Yep, right? you got to do that. And uh, it's definitely um, it's you know if if I would win, I it's going to be a blessing because uh, you know the the my fellow um, nominees in the category, man, they're you know their socials are up there. Um, they have original music out there. Like it's a it's, it's gonna be uh it's, it's gonna be tough yeah and that's and that's another great thing about this area is that even with it, all of the award categories it's all tough yeah it, there's, there's all like all of these bands are doing extremely well there's mm -hmm. a reason why they're nominated it's not nominated for a lack of uh qu quantity right <laughs> these these musicians and uh acts that got nominated are in uh it, like we said but it's not competition there's no best or worst right but these, if it were, <laughs> these are really tough people to go up against and uh, say, okay, who who did more? Who did who was 
who who produced the highest quality whatever or, or uh, quality and quantity of whatever mm-hmm. or who is one who did the best this year in terms of what whatever whatever there is a lot of competition and and there's a lot of great music out here within each of those categories yeah and i'm really excited to see who wins and get to hear the performances of the inductees yeah so I, and uh you can be sure to go over to what is it cpm hof.com and get your tickets i think that's what it is yeah and there's um i know tickets there's very few left very few left yeah be sure and go grab them it's gonna be a great night and if not you can go always go to the after party mm-hmm. at the anglewood over in hershey park right across from the theater anyway so. that place is awesome by the way it if, is if you, great if you haven't been there i went i went to the st patrick's day to see the Kilmaine saints oh nice yeah. okay yeah very nice venue and very aptly to go on St. Patrick's Day yeah. to see the Kilmaine Saints. Yeah. Uh, so we have a few uh, of your songs here. I'd like to go into them a little bit. Tell me about Stomping Grounds. Stomping Grounds. So I wanted to my, – my idea or I guess like the way that I kind of want to write and I want things to sound, um, I've been calling it Southern Country. Mm. um because i'm kind of i'm trying to like i'm trying to encapsulate southern rock and country um you know just and give it you know that's that's the sound i'm trying to chase right um and because i you know i want i want songs to be relevant um because i want people to listen to them Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um and you know i also want to I also want to kind of like stick to my roots, you know, people, um, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of fans of, um, of, of both genres of music, you know, in, in this area it's. And um, they overlap a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, stomping grounds, that's, that's what I really chased after was to try to have like, um, relevant, like lyrics mixed with like, uh, a, a Southern rock kind of, uh, musical sound you know the mm-hmm. guitar the guitar work and um but uh and and my man uh tyler atkins at uh rock mill studios mechanicsburg dude he um without me even really describing how i wanted the song to sound the first the first draft he's their demo that he sent me i was just like i was floored i was like this is exactly this is exactly how i pictured it like you know he uh awesome job um and he actually uh he recorded um um that's my grandpa as well and oh, nice. same same thing man you know i i didn't have to go into detail about the sound i was chasing he just put it all together and uh you know that <laughs> the 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 product you know the song speaks for itself it sounds amazing um tell but, me a little bit of the story uh so well, so back to Stomping Grounds. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to get off track. Um, Stomping Grounds uh, is just about where I grew up. You know, um, I tried to tried to tell a story of, uh, you know, uh, where <laughs> where I grew up and some of the uh, some of the uh, not I guess not memories, but just, you know, stuff that kind of sticks out from, uh, you know, being like a teenager and growing up um, what a lot of people would probably call the middle of nowhere um mm. uh, i uh grew up grew up back a uh, quarter mile dirt road and uh you know my dad had an old ford truck and 
um, wrecked it one time. So you were born a country singer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, I, yeah. Bonfires every Friday and Saturday night. You know, I got, um, I got those uh, good old. Uh, I got, I got plenty of material, I guess, or plenty of ideas for good country songs. Um, but uh, yeah, that's stomping grounds, man. It's, um, I'm really proud of it. I think it's probably one of the best. Uh, probably one of the best songs you know that i've that i've written um lyrically um and yeah well let's take a listen this is thumping grounds by cody ross smith Southern song that saves my soul. A honky tonk town where I grew up, and a damned old turn where I wrecked my truck. With no trespassing signs and no stoplights, where everybody works hard and the fish are gonna bite. And take it on the chin or take it to the bank. Can party all night and sing a little hang. These are my stomping grounds from the holler to the city. Oh, country fried roots and a little bit of hippie. My stomping grounds, yeah, we blue collar proud. Keep a shiny side up, your dirty side down. It's five o'clock round here all the time. Everybody's kicking back where the moon's gonna shine in my stomping grounds. Yeah, these are my stomping grounds. There's an old Ford truck sitting drive just a waiting on me in a friday night gonna turn it up loud and watch it all burn getting redneck roundy y'all are gonna learn yeah these are my stomping grounds from the holler to the city we'll country fried roots and a little bit of hippie my stomping grounds yeah we blue collar proud keep a shiny side up you dirty side down it's five o'clock round here all the time everybody's kicking back where the moon's gonna shine in my stomping grounds yeah these are my stomping grounds yeah. it's just a long neck away from them city lights you cross that mountain yeah you're gonna find well these are my stomping grounds from the holler to the city well country fried roots and a little bit of hippie my stomping grounds yeah we blue collar proud keep your shiny side up you dirty side down. these are my stomping grounds from the holler to the city well country fried roots and a little bit of hippie my stomping grounds yeah we blue collar proud keep your shiny side up you dirty side down it's five o'clock round here all the time everybody's kicking back where the moon's gonna shine in my stomping grounds my small town stomping grounds my itty bitty stomping grounds i love my stomping grounds my stomping grounds and that was stomping grounds by cody ross smith so you went to nashville for some reason how'd you get down there uh well, the first trip I took um, was not business related. Uh, it was just supposed to be uh, like, you know, 
uh, pleasure. Just you know, go to just go, yep. Yeah, just, you know, um, I play, you know, country and, you know, southern go rock Nashville. music, but <laughs> got to go to Nashville. Got to do it. Um, environment. So, yeah, me and uh, me and the wife went, and uh, it was the day, the first trip, This it was the day after New Year's. Mm. Uh, we flew down, and we get to our hotel, and we walk across the street, and just so happens where our where our hotel was um there's a there's a nice little strip of bars and stuff uh bars and restaurants right across the street so we didn't have to uber or anything so we walk across the street and there's just trash everywhere uh bottles cans uh food wrappers and stuff like the trash cans are overflowing and everything yeah and it didn't hit me it didn't dawn on me until i thought about it for a second i was like it's the day after new year's like oh, there, yeah. you know okay. what i mean there yep. was a time last night and and the trash company just couldn't keep up you know i guess so. well, i haven't tried <laughs> yeah yeah so that was um that was interesting but That's um um and uh yeah you know we we went down there for pleasure and i ended up playing um oh man i ended up playing at uh losers uh right off of broadway um moxie and there was one other one um i want to say i think it's big machine distillery Mm. um i think that's what it was big machine big machine records i think has a i think it's called big machine distillery i played played a couple songs in there too um and uh yeah man nashville is um it's it's nicknamed nash vegas yeah there's a reason a for that because it's just um it's just non-stop especially if you're on broadway man it's just chaos it's uh, so cool though it is it's very what 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 was really uh what really blew my mind was you start walking down broadway and i you know i've heard these references in other country songs about how like the music pours out onto the street you know and that is absolutely true true. absolutely for for like three levels of one building you know like a three-story building each each floor has its own uh it has its own musician or band that's playing it's a different genre yeah yeah it's it's crazy you i because i went down to nashville uh on a road trip because you you have to go Mm -hmm. like we said um and i was walking down broadway and every five steps you heard a different song mm-hmm. and not even five steps you could you could look one place and look straight up and then hear a different song <laughs> yeah and and in, in a completely different genre completely different whatever and you're like wow <laughs> this really is music city usa yep. yep dude i um i think that first night that first night um the wife ended up passing out she was she was she was done for so uh she, she passes out and i decide to go back out on my own uh and we're talking it was after midnight for sure um and i just walk right across the street to this one place and i walk in and the band is playing newfound glory <laughs> you know and i was like this is crazy like you know what i mean my because n- never being there your preconception is just like in nashville you know it's gonna be all country you know all yeah. country music absolutely not man and 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 uh i had a good buddy of mine and i uh i really wish in my two trips down there i have not gone um i have not gone here yet but there's a there's a place called printer's alley i think it is 
and it's like it's like a lot of jazz and blues i guess yeah um, and uh i really uh, next my next trip i'm gonna go i um i just i have just been too busy with other stuff while i'm down there to have gone there but he said it's amazing um unfortunately he uh he passed away here at the end of mm-hmm. january but um yeah he uh he told me he's like man you want to hear some good blues go to printer's alley and i do i love blues music too so um blues rock man um yeah um but yeah nashville uh uh it'll eat you alive like you gotta have uh you gotta put it this way you you better have um you better have some money in the bank for sure because it is not cheap um you better have a tip bucket too i've heard yeah yes um i'm yeah you you play for tips yeah (laughs) that's out of a pickle jar um but uh yeah i honestly uh i I don't think I could afford to live down there. And I've heard other horror stories. Um, like I, I, I'm not sure of these numbers, but like just for like a single uh, one bedroom apartment, you know, is like thousand to like a thousand plus, you know, like if, if not more than that, it's just, it's outrageous. The cost of living to have a place down there. Well, that's also everywhere right now. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't, I can't imagine it wouldn't be anything else because it's Nashville, it's a metro, and they're building. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been there recently, but they are expanding. I was down last year, um, February. I was down February last year, uh, and the you're yeah, you're one hundred percent right. The development, I can, uh, like, just it's it's. It's weird because I looked at it and and I, and I work in construction, you know. I've, right. I that that's been my full-time job um pretty much my whole life. Uh and I'm like how how are they fitting another building right, right there. there? Yeah. <laughs> I just I started wondering that like um and then and then on my uh my my Facebook uh my feed and stuff, I see a lot of stuff that goes on down there obviously and mm-hmm. you know and it's like so-and-so to open a new bar downtown nashville right. so-and-so opening a new restaurant you know and i'm like where like, where? <laughs> like <laughs> if you're, yeah if you're on broadway there is no space there, right and and uh not, but not only are they expanding out they're expanding upwards too because right. i had this whole notion of, of nashville as it, it's as it's a saloon town with a bunch of music that's what i thought it was mm-hmm. i didn't expect to see skyscrapers when i went to nashville right i didn't either <laughs> and and the Lo and behold, they're building more and more. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is becoming a little New York City. Yep. The country version of New York City almost. Yep. Yeah, man. It's uh, I encourage anybody to go for sure. You have to go at least once. You have to go at least once. And visit, visit all the places, you know, the the Parthenon and uh, the Country Music Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. That uh, we did end up, um, like I said, that first trip was was more pleasure uh, or it was supposed to be. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> anyhow we uh we did we hit the country music hall of fame we hit uh johnny cash museum yep. uh did we... Opry? no no oh. that is one uh so we went to the ryman mm, okay so the ryman used to be the opry, the opry yeah. and it moved like i forget how long ago it's it's been you know some time but uh no we hit the ryman uh, and we we didn't make it to the to the opera yet. Hopefully, uh, maybe the next trip. Um, but the I'll tell you what, man. The between the Johnny Cash Museum and the um, and the Country Music Hall of Fame, 
He could be there all day. Both of those are. I got a very overwhelming uh, feeling walking through both of those, um, especially when you start looking at um, when you start for me seeing like old guitars, you know, mm-hmm. ones that look like they've been th- through hell and back. Uh, you just start um, ones that you know. <laughs> yeah, you, you're just like like I, me being a guitar player. I'm like man. I want to touch that. <laughs> like, I, want to I just want that. Yeah. I want to. I want to strum on that so bad. Um, but yeah, it's it's just. Uh, I got a very, um, like I said, like overwhelming feeling of uh, just the the history and um, the, the clothes and the the the, boots. the, the ori- yeah and the original. Um, oh crap! Some of them, um, like original notebook paper. Oh with, yeah, with yeah. This, with lyrics wrote on them, you know, like that's incredible to have. The, yeah, I, I blew my mind. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, you know, with with the songs that I write, most of them are on my phone, you know. Like I don't I, sometimes, sometimes I do use a notebook, um, but I'm just thinking like, it, that's like an incredible piece of history to have. You know, and because the chances of that are slim, right? And where do you keep your songbooks? Right, right. You know, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Like, I, I honestly, I think I'm gonna start writing on paper more often. You know, just just uh, in case. Yeah. (laughs) Um. I'll actually, I'm just gonna start putting it on both places. Like, I'll write it on paper and I'll put it in my phone, so that way I have, you know, what I mean. Like, right. Um. I've actually started when I start writing songs. I, I put down the date when I start it. And then I put up what, what I'm thinking about. Right. And then um, whenever the song is finished, because, you know, you forget about what the day or or what you were doing exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the context around a certain song you were, you were thinking about. Yeah. Because I find that, I mean, because when you look at it like five years back, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. I'm so excited to go back to Na- Nashville. When you go back, you should definitely check out um, – the Museum of African American Music as well. Okay. They outline uh it's it's one of the best museums I've ever been to. Okay. Um in terms of efficiency <laughs> and uh uh space-wise too. It goes throughout all of like uh you know, you have your black culture within the blues mm-hmm. and, and uh even goes back to spirituals and gospel and right. and makes its way into country hip hop and everything and it's uh, really interactive. You can make your own uh, blues song in there too. Nice. It's, it's, and you get to hear about all the uh influences and uh experiences from uh the big black uh what what am i trying to think of uh, staples of of uh country music yeah like you get the chubby checkers you get the uh i'm literally blanking on all black artists right now <laughs> <laughs> you get muddy waters uh, yeah yeah stuff, you know those 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 influences bb king bb king kings, yep. he was one of my favorite uh like i I, I went on this uh, when I was younger. I had this like phase where I was listening to a lot of blues and stuff like I was listening to um, Clapton and I was listening to Johnny mm-hmm. Lang uh, and B.B. King was in there. And like I just I have a uh, now recently I've actually I've been listening to Gary Clark Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him or not. I highly recommend looking him up. But uh, yeah, I've had um here recently. I've just had this uh, blues kick again, you know um kenny wayne shepherd that's you know uh but um 
Yeah, I, I'll def, I'll I'll have to check that out. I'll put it on the list. The, the Parthenon, you mentioned that yes. too. So yeah. wanted to go there. Haven't made it there yet, but um, that's Great another that's another goal. Like, because I love, um, I love like you know Greek mythology. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah, man. Um, and I don't know. So I don't know if you quite remember. Um, back in the day, there was Xena, uh, warrior princess on on TV, mm. and there's also Hercules on and um i watched a lot of that growing up and i don't know if that kind of sparked my interest in it you know like um then i just started watching like uh i started watching like anything that had to do uh anything to do with it i definitely you know? had my mythology phase as well where yeah. you're going to in the norse and, and greek and it's also yeah. interesting you know the stories are, are uh wild mm-hmm. but really interesting. yeah and all the culture and uh, everything in the Parthenon, it, it, what it is an incredible experience. You 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 look at it at pictures and you're like, okay, whatever. But then you go there and it's, it's massive, right. man. And is and, there? So here's a question because right. you've been there. Um, in uh, in Percy Jackson, uh, they go there mm. and there's a huge statue when they first walk in of uh, is it um, Athena? Athena is that real? It's, it's in there. It is. Yeah, That's it's awesome. gigantic, and it's it's. Uh, I I had my artist friend who went to art college with me, and she, and she was like, "Yeah, that's actually really accurate to the time and space of what it what it would look like." And it looks a little disturbing because you know art wasn't. They had different styles, right? Then. Right, right. Uh, but it's it's fantastic. It's there's it's gold, and it's uh, it's just it's it's one you look up and you're like, oh wow, <laughs> this is what people like were worshipped yeah back in the day yeah right and then they had like uh like statues and uh other like uh pieces of the of the parthenon there too okay uh i don't know i highly doubt they're original but <laughs> you know replicas whatever right but it's really cool it's a really cool experience I definitely recommend and uh to go there and not only uh just to see it but as like a, it's a really cool photo op <laughs> of a country singer in the parthenon right yeah i definitely i've i've wanted to go um just haven't made it there yet there's a there's a list of things outside of like music that i want to do um you know like the next time i go down uh i was actually i was supposed to go back down um was supposed to go back down um in march uh for there there was another crs uh Mm. conference um and unfortunately uh just couldn't make it couldn't make it happen um what is the crs uh country radio seminar uh, it's basically, uh, basically all the like program directors um, and radio personnel or whatever they um, they go down there and there there's on top on top of a whole bunch of um, artists being there, uh, they do showcases um, and they actually have you know like real seminars about. I guess just, uh, you know, like newer, um, newer marketing tools. And, you know, I, do you know what I mean? Just kind of tip like there there's, there's speakers and stuff, you know, and they, you know, they, they go through all the, uh, all that kind of stuff. But, um, like I said, at the same time, there's, there's a, uh, there's, there's a ton of artists that go to, um, like, uh, oh my God. Um, I I've gotten to meet, uh, like Scotty McCreary, really Um, yeah that's cool yeah um i can't even i I can't even think right now 
Um, I was about five feet away from Cody Johnson, but I was too much of a girl to say anything to him <laughs> because he had like four or five guys around him, uh, like an entourage, you know, right, right. and every single one of these dudes is big old cowboy hat, uh, big, bad snake, snake yeah, right. or gator cowboy boots, like just very intimidating, you know, like bull riding type guys. And I just like, um, I, I, I chickened out on, you know, going up to him. Hey man, huge fan, you know, uh, uh, or giving them, you know, a business card or something like, right. I don't know, but yeah, man. Um, uh, I got to meet Chris young. Uh, he's a cool guy. He actually bought me a shot. Um, that's nice. That's cool. <laughs> that's, that's a cool uh, story. yeah, I actually, I offered to buy him one at first and he turned around he was just like, nah, man, I got you. And I, I got was, both of us. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of my, in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, your bank account's just a little bit a little deeper bit than mine. Out. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, the CRS thing. I like I said, I really wanted to go this year. I actually, there's a lot of, um, there was a, a couple other local artists that were down there. Um, I saw pictures and stuff. Um, so it's really cool. I'm, I'm glad and happy for them that they got to go and experience it because I, I don't think they, um, I don't think they ever have. So, uh, I'm, I'm sure from from pictures, like I said, it, it and I know personally, it's an awesome time. Mm -hmm. um you know not first of all getting to shake hands and meet you know some of these people that you hear on the radio and tv and stuff just you know kind of, and idols essentially you know right, yeah. depending uh depending but uh yeah hopefully uh hopefully next year um i just i have a lot going on right now um that my schedule just it, it wouldn't allow me to go so. Speaking of that, you had your second release uh, just come out. Uh, was it recently, or was it a few a few ways ago? That's my grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that grandpa. That's my grandpa. I released last year. Um, I want to say June or July. Uh, yeah, June or July. I think it was. Um, it took me. Uh, <laughs> it took me way too long to put out um, another new song. Uh, stomping grounds and uh that just had to do with time and money you know um yep. studio time and uh but uh yeah i really i wanted to get stomping grounds out before the end of last year mm -hmm. um but unfortunately it didn't work out so i ended up ended up um sitting on it and dropping it the end of january uh of of this year uh and i actually did i released um i released uh, another single uh, the end of February, uh, called not thinking twice. Mm. Um, and you can, you know, you can find that one anywhere you download and stream music as well. So officially I have three, uh, three professional singles available on all platforms right now. So nice. I kind of dropped, uh, I dropped them back to back, uh, which may have not been the proper right thing to do. I don't know, but, um, you know, it's, it's done. Yeah. I, I, I said my goal, you know, this year was to really try to write more and get more music out for people to hear. Um, I think my, I think my goal before the end of this year is to probably have like two more singles out. Um, I think that's a pretty, pretty good, uh, pretty good goal. Yeah. So, so let's, let's hear this song and hear about your grandpa. Do you want to say something my, about your grandpa? Uh, sure. Sure. So, uh, this, you know, this is another, this is another, uh, <laughs> this one really, 
uh, hit home. You know, I, uh, mm-hmm. I, I lost my grandpa uh, about two years ago, uh, two and a half years ago. Um, or no, I'm sorry. That's completely wrong. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been like three and a half years. Um, but, uh, I had, a, I had a lot of, had a lot of inspiration to sit down and write this one. Um, and just, you know, a lot of emotion and, and, uh, things, you know, things to, things to sing about. And, I tried to, you know, tried to uh, pull as many memories or, you know, just just make the make the best song possible um, about him, mm. you know. Uh, and um, I actually I actually uh, just today I looked on YouTube um, and I, I saw that Grandpa's is actually uh, it's past. I think it's at like 1.2, 1. 1.2 thousand views, I think, right. which doesn't, um, to some people, you know, I'm sure that's not like a big deal. Um, but for, for me personally, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm happy and, and, and impressed by that. So whoever's listening, thank you. Um, keep listening. I appreciate it. Um, but, uh, yeah, again, man, I think this is, um, this is probably one of my, 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 uh, better songs and um just telling a story so let's take a listen this is that's my grandpa by cody ross smith
loving her today And I can still hear them pipes playing Amazing grace While they're folding up that flag And tears are rolling down my face My Grandpa by Cody Ross Smith. Cody, we're kind of running out of time here, so I got a lot of questions uh, that I like to ask all my guests. Sure. And I've already, we've talked about one of them. What is one of the worst or funniest things that ever happened to you on a gig? Uh, <laughs> the first one that, <laughs> I love how I made that just sound like there's been multiple, because uh, there has been, I, I'm sure there has been, you know, just, um, nothing nothing too like detrimental though to my to my career but um but anyhow uh the one that really sticks out uh the band that i was in at the time uh this was a probably about five or six years ago um we we played uh we played gettysburg rocks Mm. um down i can't remember the venue name it was it was like right outside gettysburg though um and I th- I thought it was a great idea to go to a gun raffle uh, all day long before before I go play this show. And I don't know if you're familiar with gun raffles around here, uh, but uh, essentially, you know, you pay uh, you pay anywhere from I don't know. I think the ticket was like ten bucks. So you pay ten bucks, and you can eat and drink all day long for free. Oh, wow. So, That's yes, nice. yes. So it starts at like 11, 11 a.m., I think. Uh, and there's, you know, there's raffles going on uh, all day long. Um, and it all benefits, uh, it all benefits local fire companies. Um, so I decided that it was a good idea to go to a gun raffle all day long before this show. Um, and uh, definitely, definitely partaked in maybe a little too much, uh <laughs> Too, too, yeah, a little, little, little too much, a uh, little too much sudsy, um, sudsy drinks, and uh, end up going down, uh, going down to play this show, and all the guys, uh, the rest of the band meets me there, um, and I'm I'm the front man in this band. Oh no! So first person. I had a little, I had a little bit, uh, had a little bit more responsibility than than a lot of the other guys, but anyhow, uh, ended up taking a little tumble about halfway through the show um backwards <laughs> like like not forwards not 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 fall forwards off stage i fell backwards off stage because there was like a there was like a oh my gosh trip? like a yeah like about a foot or so between the back of the stage and the wall that was there and then the stage was only like a step up you know like a, right, a right, step right. up stage but um yeah, I just I stumbled backwards, knocked over my lead guitar player's amp, 
uh, which was brand new that he got for his birthday, like the weekend before. Um, luckily, luckily, thank God the amp was fine and I was fine. I just, I just, I, I just took one bad step backwards. And I, if I recall correctly, I think I like stepped on a cable or something and I tried to, I tried to like adjust yourself, adjust myself yeah. and lift my heel up or something. Cause I'm in cowboy boots all the time. Right. And I like, I just, just lost balance. Yeah. But yeah. it's, you know, I, I definitely falling in reverse, not, <laughs> not, not falling forward. Fall. I, I fought, fell in reverse off of a stage once. What do you do? What? You just <laughs> Dude, stop I, for a second and you hey, keep going. Nope. I kept going. It was in there the middle of a song. As a matter of fact, I think we were playing Freebird. That's really funny. And That's I, really funny. I, I, I got, <laughs> I uh, I got into it and a little too into it and just lost my balance and fell backwards off stage. Tried to be a bird and fell. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's no flying for this guy. No flying for that guy. That's funny. But no, nah, dude. Everybody. Everybody was cool about it. Every, everybody got a good laugh. It happens. Nothing. Nothing got broke or, you know. But and it was the end of the. I think I said it was halfway through the set. Now that I now that I'm talking about it, it was the end of the set because we ended with Freebird. And, and and I just went nuts, like you know what I mean, right, playing right, guitar right. and just you know, so that's good. If anything was to go wrong, it's good to have it's, it at the have, end of the show. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yep. So, what are some of the um you you've been doing this for like years? Uh, what are some of the things that uh, you wish you knew when you first started? Hmm. Uh, definitely know your limits. Mm. Um, you know, know what you are, not what you're not. Yes. Yes. Uh, I've all, so I've always been humble too. You know, I would, I would say that, I, I would say that, you know, I wish I was more humble in the beginning, but I've, I've always been that way. I've never, I've tried to never take myself too seriously and think that I'm better than anybody else. I'm the guy that puts myself at the bottom of the, of the totem pole, you know, um, and doesn't really hold myself. I don't hold myself high High at all. So when people, you know, uh, compliments and, um, you know, criticism, uh, I take it all in and, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I, I try to stay as humble as possible, but, uh, I don't know, man, just like, I just, I guess just know, you know, I wish, I wish I'd have known my, um, my, my limitations a little better, I guess in the beginning. Um, and when I say that, when I say that I'm kind of talking about like, for instance, the story I just told about, you know, drinking all day long and then trying to go right. play a show you know like thinking like oh i'm a rock star i can i can I handle can it that. yeah fine. so yeah like that's kind of what i'm referring to because there was uh i can remember another time um with the last band that i was in uh we uh <laughs> all of us wasn't just me it was all of us <sighs> and uh we were we were green yet, man. We were, we were just coming on the scene and uh, we play this show at one of the, one of the bigger, better venues uh, up outside Harrisburg. And um, 
we get to the we, uh, we we it was towards the end of the show like third set and the band name was whiskey on the rocks well guess what everybody uh had a risky on the rocks everybody everybody thought it was real funny to keep buying us shots you know to right. to, 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 to to like test us you know and um we just <laughs> took it too far and um ended up getting shut down uh we had a we had a couple songs left you know like our I think we only had like maybe 15, 20 minutes left in the set. And the the, the management told the sound guy to, to cut us off. So, wow. so yeah, we got shut down because we were just, we were all so sloppy at that point that, you know, the, the front man was forgetting words. Uh, the leads were terrible. Um, every, everything was just off. So, yeah, we got shut down on that one. That's that's the only time. That is the only time that 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 I've ever been like cut off from playing. You know what I mean? Like that's good. So that's yeah, yeah. Well, see, so so definitely like learn your lesson, learn your lesson scenario. Yeah. Like learn. So when I say limitations, that's kind of what I'm referring to. Like you know, know your limits. Like you're you have a responsibility to to put on a show you know you're you're essentially an employee of wherever you're playing at that right, you know yeah. so you got to take it seriously a little more seriously so yeah and i i would apply that too because this is another one of the advices that one of my professors gave me was uh to know what you are mm -hmm. right i know that i'm a, a piano player that's what i do um but I know that I cannot play anything that Mozart or Beethoven ever wrote or Bach ever wrote. I'm not going to try. Right. Uh, and to know yourself that way, know yourself technique wise, know yourself. Okay. What can I do? Cause as a, as you know, a person like me, I'm, I'm doing MCing now I'm doing, I'm hosting different shows, whatever. Right. Uh, apparently I'm really good at that. I didn't know I was good at that. Uh, but as a performer, a singer, I know I, now I've come to the harsh realization despite how much i love running songs i can't sing right uh even though that's something i can work on right uh i just know that that's not that's not for me at this point right and just to know that and accept that too yep uh that's something uh another great application of knowing your limits and knowing when to uh when to rein yourself back in mm -hmm. and really focus on what you need to be doing yeah that's I totally know where you're coming from because there's, you know, there's artists and songs that like I would love to cover, but I don't feel that I'm doing them justice, you know? So, right. so I have to tell myself like, all right, I can't, I can't do this. Um, like Cody Johnson is a prime example between him and Chris Stapleton are two guys that are very hard to cover right. uh, for, for me. You know what I mean? Um, I just, I've tried and, and a lot of times, you know, there's, there's songs that those guys do that I want to play, uh, and cover at a show, but I just don't feel that I do it justice. And you just have to tell yourself, you know, like this, uh, th this isn't going to work. We're going to have to move on and kind of, you know, give, get, give up on it, you know? Right. Well, where can people find you? You have uh, some solo shows coming up at all or? Absolutely. Yeah, man. Uh, everything, every date that I have, including band shows, uh, are listed on the Facebook, Cody Ross Smith, uh, or Cody Ross Smith music. Either one will take you there. It's kind of funny because it, it, when I first made it, when I first made the music page, uh, for some reason, Cody Ross Smith music would take you to a dead, um, uh, like a dead page. Like it, it would literally say this page doesn't exist. That's so weird. 
But if you typed in Cody Ross Smith, it would take you there. Well, guess what? Now, if you, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure wow. you can type in either one, and it'll take you to the music page. But anyhow, um, yeah. So all the all the dates are on Facebook, whether they're solo shows or band shows. Um, and yeah, man, my calendar is uh, it's it's busy. I'm not gonna lie. Um, still have plenty of open dates though. So in case anybody's listening or uh, or watching, um, if you're a venue or a you know, know somebody that's um, looking for live music, whether it's a, a party, you know, I do private parties as well. So uh, by all means, you know, um, shoot me a message or an email. And with that said, my name is Corey Rose and this is the Story Podcast. Be sure to check out all of our upcoming stuff. We have a really busy week ahead of us this tomorrow, this tomorrow, tomorrow we have uh, Glenn Hollenbach, who is another country uh uh, guitar he's a country guitarist he plays in multiple projects i don't know if you know of stephanie grace from reading douglasville area i yeah yeah he plays with her and he plays with a bunch of other bands and i'm super excited to talk to him and uh get all of his insight he's also one of the managers at tone taylor so i'm excited to talk mm. about that too so i've heard about that place oh it's great and Lidditz, it's great yeah gotta go yeah uh it's it's a more specialized guitar center i'd put it that way nice um maybe i'll stop on my way home maybe <laughs> And uh, or probably not open. It's Sunday. That's true. <laughs> On uh, Tuesday, we have Eric Worsing, who is one of the uh, members of Solar Federation, a, a great Rush tribute band that's also up for a CPMA. Uh, so I'm really excited to talk to him and what goes into making a tribute band that has actually, uh, and I might, I'm pretty sure I'm correct in saying this, but they have played uh at a rush concert themselves they've opened up for them really yeah so i'm really excited to talk to him about that and then thursday as we all as we, as we have been saying throughout this entire podcast is the central pennsylvania um music awards so be sure to go there you can catch me there you'll catch him there you'll catch about uh a lot of these a lot of the people that have been on the show there yep. and you'll catch some really great music and just a great time of meeting awesome musicians and I, I recommend this if even if you're nominated or not, you you should go because mm-hmm. making more connections is the way to make it in this music industry. Yeah, and it's definitely uh, if you're if anybody's thinking that it's just for, um, it's not. It, yeah, it's not. There's plenty of uh, it's it's open to 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 the public. You yeah. know what I mean? Anyone you can buy tickets. Yeah, anyone, anyone can, can go. It's just a huge event. Um, there's and, gonna be vendors and, and yeah, stations yeah. and. Yep. There's gonna it's it's gonna be incredible. It's a, one incredible night of music. Even if you're not nominated, just go yeah. and just check it out. This this is uh I've I've been there every year mm. um since it started, and it's been awesome to see how it's grown because they started at the Whitaker Center and then I think it was just the next year it they moved it to the Hershey Theater. Maybe it was after two years. Um but yeah, it's it's a it's an awesome awesome night and pretty sure there'll be a facebook live so if you can't you know yeah if if tickets do sell out there will be that yeah that's what they said yep so yeah if you if tickets do sell out and you can't go check out the live it's gonna be i i already know it's gonna be a great night um and then this third this friday we have uh, Stephen Courtney returning. He is one of the areas. He's also up for a CPMA. He's also uh, one of this area's greatest child songwriters. Uh, he has five songs on Sesame Street. Really? Yeah. That's cool. And he has his own award-winning TV channel uh, series. And that, that's what we're going to be continuing 
on that podcast. We've already had an episode with him detailing his vast life so far. We've only gotten uh, not barely half of it. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to keep going on with his story because he's got a lot to talk about. And I'm really excited to, you know, how do you make children music that is successful like that? Right. I don't know how to do that. And then this Saturday, we have, uh, well, we have nothing because I've, I've got other stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, that looks like it'll be about it to, for, uh, well, no, this next Sunday we'll have Conrad Fisher, who actually, and you know Conrad Fisher? I don't know him personally, but I've heard, I've heard his name and I've, I've listened to some of his music and stuff. I, yeah. He's a great Christian artist, artist from the Harrisburg area, mm-hmm. and actually he's having a concert tonight at in Harrisburg at uh, the New Hope Church, um, and I'm actually going to be emceeing that. It's going to be my first MC show, nice. uh, hosting and etc. And that was actually offered to me by uh, by someone within the CPMA organization as well. So just okay. even knowing people in there is going to help you get more opportunities. Yeah, yeah, because they're not afraid to help network you with other people. So another reason to go uh with all that said i hope you guys have oh there's more things i need to announce please be sure to check out if you're an artist then you want to start collaborating more with artists in the area we're starting uh the song the songwriter studio that's what i'm calling it i'm getting three four other musicians in the area putting them here in this room and we got one hour to make write a song okay and we're not going to fully produce it well the plan is a fully produce it. Right. But here we're just going to write down a song, get it all out, and it'll be uh, John Milosich, who has an accordion, uh, Cody Tyler, who is a who's a country singer, songwriter. Yeah, yeah. And we got Kevin Winokur, who's a metal grunge singer. Yeah. And we're going to just throw them together and see what they come up with and uh, mix and match the styles and come up with something really, really unique. Yeah. Dude, I'm – I'm uh... Uh, personally i'm a huge fan of cody tyler i cody tyler's amazing. yeah i got to open for him for a uh it was a um actually it was a cpma showcase oh yeah back um oh my gosh La- uh That's like a year ago now yeah yeah uh crap like um i it, i was trying to think of the uh the, anyhow uh it was at hmac in harrisburg yeah um but anyhow i i hadn't really listened to him um up until that point and i got to open for him and i was floored like he's got the, some incredible the, music yeah yeah and it's like i don't know man i it's everything that i like want to hear <laughs> yeah and i think like, technically he's still a new he, he's on the new or is it is he's best country singer uh on the new artist because he, he that's a new band yeah and, um he so he's not in he's not in my category he's not new band artist oh uh but he is he's in three other categories i think i think uh, he's in four i think he's he the most four? nominated candidate this, <laughs> yeah. this season and, and yeah. it's it's he def- deserves it yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. uh hopefully he, he wins one of those awards because I'm, I'm rooting for him and i'd all, like to I, I could see him walking away with all of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> that'd be incredible that would be incredible well with all that said uh we ha- also we have opportunities now to advertise on this podcast so if you have a new song coming out and I know we were kind of talking about promotion earlier. Uh, if you want to advertise your new singles, uh, you can do that on this show. I have audio and visual slots to be taken up, and you can go check that out at our website, CoryRosenProductions.com. That's C-O-R-Y-R-O-S-E-N Productions.com, where you can find out more about me, the work I do outside of this podcast, and all 141 guests prior to Cody Ross Smith. With all that said, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. 
and we will see you guys later. Bye.